Welcome to this week's Future Toolbox podcast. We explore the Z to A of life skills, where each letter stands for a topic and essential tool to help you get ahead in life. Meet Jules and Mark, creators of the multi-award winning Future Toolbox, and enjoy their straightforward approach to creating growth mindsets that help people turn their dreams into realities. Whether you're a teen in education, a parent, a teacher, or part of a community group, start creating positive habits from today. Hi and welcome to this week's Z to A podcast with me, Jules and Mark. Hello. From the multi-award winning Future Toolbox. Now this is where we pick a letter and a topic and discuss how you can use this tool or idea to improve your own personal development and your life. So Mark, what letter have we chosen this week? It's so exciting. Oh yeah, so it's really exciting. So this week's letter is the first letter of the alphabet. It's A and A is for AHA. Aha! Aha! They were a good band. Yeah, they were a band from the 80s, weren't they? The Sun Always Shines on TV. Yes, that's yeah. a brilliant one. So, yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to sing to you guys, so yeah, don't worry. No, no, not at all. We're not going to talk about the band from the 80s, Aha! Especially for the teenage listeners who are going, who on earth are they? But A is for Aha! And it's about those Aha moments. Yeah. Now, they're also known as light bulb moments, eureka moments, or sometimes... People say it's when the penny drops. Or epiphany. That's something they say. Is it epiphany? I don't know. We'll have a little look. We'll discuss it. (laughs) I've had an epiphany. I love all these really crazy phrases, though, like when the penny drops, where on earth did that come from? But we know where Eureka come from, don't we? Yeah, we do. Apparently, the story is of a Greek called Archimedes. Now, he discovered how to measure the volume of an irregular object whilst taking a bath. He noticed the water flooded over the edge when his body sank into the tub. And all he would have to do is measure the volume of the water displaced, and that would equal the volume of the body immersed in the water. So at that point, he jumped out of the bath, ran home naked, shouting, Eureka! I found it! (laughs) So Eureka is Greek for I found it, isn't it? (laughs) But please, when you have a, a Eureka moment... Don't run down the street naked. No, you'll probably get arrested, won't you? (laughs) I love that story. We love a little bit of history and quirky little facts. So the penny drops. Let's look at that one. That was actually coined in the 1930s. Did you see what you said then? Yeah, you see what I did there, (laughs) didn't you? You love my witty comments. I do. But how was that phrase coined? I think that basically came from when people used to have to put like a penny in in a slot to purchase something or even play slot games. And the penny would get stuck. And you couldn't get it out, so you couldn't either buy what it was that you wanted or play the game. You had to wait for it to drop before you got what you wanted. So then it was just aligned with when you're trying to do something, it's almost like your mind's stuck, like the penny is, and until it drops, you don't get that eureka moment. Oh, I love that. So the penny drops, eureka moments. Yeah. Aha moments where we go, aha, I've got it. (laughs) (laughs) I love all of these. But we actually have a chapter in the book, Don't Get Your Neck Tattooed. And it is the final chapter in the Z to A of life where our lovable character Milo and his classmates, everything falls into place and they get it. Yeah, I guess that's um, a little bit like a flash of inspiration so, you know, when you're facing a problem and then all of a sudden you realise that the solution's actually staring you in your, in your face. Or it could be, I guess, something like you realise something really important about yourself or about others that helps you in terms of your relationships and going forward. So give us another one of your witty fun facts on Eureka Moments, Mark. Yes, we have one from the book again. 
here. And this is about Alexander Fleming. So he saved millions of lives. And this was actually thanks to a botched experiment, which gave him his aha moment. Now, he went on holiday and he didn't do the washing up. Yeah. That's a bit disgusting, <laughs> really, isn't it? Now, I will mention the washing up. It wasn't his food dishes. It was all the dishes, the Petri dishes in his laboratory. All right, OK. When he got back, he noticed that no bacteria had grown on a particular Petri dish. He then realised that because no bacteria had grown, infections wouldn't grow on it. And that became penicillin, which was then given as an antibiotic to people to prevent or cure diseases. So the first antibiotic. Yeah. Just because he didn't wash up. See, that's the reason why you don't do it, isn't it? I try my best. You see, I'm trying to do my bit for world health every time I don't wash up. I'll tell you what, tell us a story about salt and vinegar or cheese and onion crisps, because I love that one. Yeah, what's your favourite flavour? Oh, out of those two, definitely salt and vinegar. Mine too as well, yeah. Cheese and onion never float my boat. There's another phrase, where did that come from? Anyway, that's not important, is it? So this one is from a guy called George Crumb. Crumb. Honestly, his name is George so Crumb. So he, sh- oh yeah, crisp crumbs. I'm yeah. thinking biscuit crumbs. Crisp. Yeah, go yeah, on, carry yeah. on. So George Crumb was a restaurant owner, and he had a really irritating customer that kept sending the potatoes back to the kitchen, saying they were too thick. All right, okay. This guy sounds really irritating, <laughs> but the light bulb moment came very soon because every time he sent them back, the chef kept slicing the potatoes thinner and thinner and thinner. And then he roasted them as a joke. And Crumb actually loved these so much that he invented the potato chip or crisps as we know as them today. Wow. I love finding out things like that about how things originated. And how, yeah, how people had that sort of eureka or epiphany moment. That's it. And these things are amazing, aren't they? Because we buy a packet of crisps or bless us, when we feel poorly, we have things like penicillin, antibiotics. We don't even think about where they came from, do we? No. I've got another one for you here as well. Okay, go on. Hit me with it. Coca-Cola. Do you know how that was invented? No. Accidental experiment. I should do, because I've read the book. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) you've read the book. You know it. Uh, Accidental experiment again. A pharmacist called John Pemberton was trying to find a way of curing headaches. Now that's quite good, man. That's quite ironic because Alexander Fleming discovered ways to cure diseases by accident. This guy was actually trying to cure trying headaches. Trying to cure headaches. So he mixed cola leaves with cola nuts and carbonated water, and then tried it and went, "Oh, that tastes nice!" And it became a, a, the, the first, first ever Coke as a result. Oh wow! Now this is really bizarre because Coca-Cola gives me headaches. <laughs> It gives me migraines. I'm allergic to an active ingredient in it. Do so you know, this guy was trying to cure headaches and he gave me headaches. It, the irony gets bigger, The irony, it? but Coca-Cola mixed with certain things will give you a headache, you know, like rum Vodka. or Malibu <laughs> <Yeah>. or something. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, he, he definitely had a light bulb moment there. <laughs> but these are obviously famous products and famous people. But what about regular average people just like us? when we have our light bulb moments. So what have been your light bulb moments? Well, first of all, I think we're famous. Well, we are, yeah, of course, of course. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) I guess one of the biggest light bulb moments for us and our business was when we actually sat down and realised that we couldn't go on without any help. We were trying to do every single little thing Mm. for our business and... As much in the early days, it's really, really exciting. But as your business grows, you can't do everything. 
And equally, you're not an expert in everything, are you? So things like managing our social media or our marketing, we're creative people, but we're not marketing people, are we? So that aha moment or eureka or epiphany, whatever it was, really was a great moment in our business where we said, no, we're going to have to call some experts in. And then that's allowed us then to perfect what it is that we do and become better experts and more famous as the Future Toolbox. I've just had a thought because we love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> that was also another famous phrase said by the A-Team. Oh, I love that program. Yeah. Now, again, if you're a teenager and you've never heard of the A-Team, you need to go and watch it because it was one of the most <laughs> cheesiest, best programs ever from our childhood growing up. Uh, but yeah, they used to always say at the end, I love it when a plan, plan comes, comes together. together. You've actually got a t-shirt with that written on I do have a t-shirt. You bought me a t-shirt with that on it. So if you're in trouble, call the A-team yes. and I love it when a plan comes together. So our A-team is... Are the, we the A-team? Well, People could call us. They could call us. They call us for personal development. But in our example there, we got a wonderful company called Admin and More. Let's name drop them. That's the first time we've done that on our podcasts. Sorry, Admin and More, guys. We've left you out for so long. But we called these guys in to help us, and they were our A-team, and help our plans come together. Do you have any more aha moments <laughs> to share with these wonderful listeners? Um, do you know something I did a number of years ago that I always had in my head of, oh, that looks like it might be okay, but, oh, I don't know whether it'd work. And it's mindfulness. And I always heard people saying, yeah, but it's not mindfulness, it's mindlessness. It's, it's a bit sort of wishy-washy. And anyway, I came across a lovely lady called Sarah who runs a company called Lemonkind. And she very, very kindly has been putting on sessions for my charity, Breast Friends Northamptonshire. And throughout lockdown, she put on sessions every single week. And mindfulness is one of the greatest gifts I've ever been given it helps me so 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 much and we put it in now with our daily weekly work and our ethics everything it's one of the best things and yeah what an aha moment to find out how something like that can make such an impact on your life what about you what other sort of aha or eureka moments have you had actually that's given me a really good idea because we are very quick to knock things without trying them and I always remember in a similar example with personal development. Mm. Now, our business is all about personal development. That's what we're giving you listeners now. But I remember somebody saying to me years ago, oh, read this book, this personal development book. It's really good. It's by a successful person. And you can learn their success habits. And I just thought, no, nah, I'm not really into reading. And how is that going to change my life? And then more and more people, as we went through business, saying, oh, yeah. I've read this book, it's changed my life. Oh, I've read that book, it's changed my life. Oh, I've listened to this audio, it's really, really inspiring, and it's helped me to achieve my goals. And like you're saying with mm. mindfulness, people are sort of sitting there going, yeah, that doesn't work. You have to study really hard to become successful. And then all of a sudden, the penny dropped. Hey. I had the aha moment, and everything clicked into place. Let's get all the cliches out oh, of the way yeah. there. And we was at an event and we saw a guy called Darren Hardy, who was the editor of Success Magazine at the time. Now, you can't run a magazine called Success Magazine without being successful, can you? <laughs> you wouldn't have thought so. And he introduced to us what was called the compound effect, oh. which we've actually written a chapter about in the same yes, book. <laughs> yeah. 
don't get your neck tattooed. But he'd said about the doing the little things every day add up to the big results. Yeah. The small, insignificant choices that you don't notice every day will add up to your results. They do. And yeah, this is something that we put into a lot of our sessions. It's true. Just those small, seemingly insignificant moment to moment choices that you make every single day will add up to the big things in, in the long run, won't they? Yeah, so that links really well to learning and study. Yeah. Because personal development is about developing mm. yourself. We had that aha moment there. We're trying to give the aha moment. Mm-hmm. Now, last week when we was running a revision session in a school showing how to make revision and study easy and fun. Now, if you don't believe us on that one, go back and listen to the S's for study <laughs> episode and you will find out how to do that. But we were running a workshop on how to make revision and study easy and fun. And some students were sitting there going, oh, I can't be bothered to revise or I'm not interested in this particular subject. But what we was trying to embed into these students who were in year nine was to say, study little and often because you have two years till your exams come up. So if you start studying little and often now, even on the stuff that's a little bit boring, then all of a sudden this stuff's going to start dropping into your mind and you're going to get this knowledge. So it's better to do maybe 10 minutes a day than to try and do 60 or 70 minutes once a week in one go. So yeah. if you try to do an hour in one go, mm-hmm. it's harder than doing 10 minutes a day, isn't it? It is, it is. Cram studying does not work and is not taught by anybody, whether that be <laughs> in school, college or whatever. So yeah, the earlier you can start and doing those small little bits of study and then you build that habit and then before you realise you're doing it without thinking and you're working towards getting those best grades. Yeah, and this works with anything in life. So I hosted our running club awards night the other night and I've seen people who started on our beginners group that are actually running a marathon this month. Now they ran the marathon because they started by running for 30 seconds and walking for 30 seconds and building up small, seemingly insignificant steps moment by moment choices they chose to carry on doing it and then all of a sudden they went aha i can run a marathon i did it i've done it i've done it it's true it's true you know when we talk about working towards your goals sometimes when you start doing that it seems a huge uphill battle to achieve that goal and it could be a marathon it could be that you're you are studying towards a particular exam or you're trying to learn something and it, it you know it's not working we always say break it down like you said, into little little small chunks, the compound effect. And what will happen, guys, and I'm going to say it again, that penny will drop. You'll think to yourself, I get it now. It's I understand that. I see how I can pass that exam or run that, maybe not a marathon, but even it might just be a 5K. I remember the first time I actually ran a whole 5K. The elation was unbelievable, but it took a long time for me to get there. (laughs) Aha, I've achieved it. I'm going to randomly change the subject and ask you a question here. Now, George Crumb invented crisps. Yeah. What do you think Robert Cheeseborough invented? Robert Cheese... Biscuits? Nope. Pickle? Nope. Oh. Um, We're talking of crisps. Nuts? Oh, no. It's nothing to do with crisps or nuts. Oh, I have absolutely (laughs) no idea. I have read this book, honestly, and I was part of writing it so i should know this i wrote this bit by the way now robert cheeseborough he invented something that was absolutely nothing to do with cheese i I guessed it wasn't anything to do with cheese so go on hit me with it he invented vaseline Vaseline. (laughs) 
Right, okay. So, is that the connection with the running, is it? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you need actually, support vaseline. We, we actually use that to stop chafing. On your blisters. Yeah, I put it on my feet to stop mm. blisters. So that's a really, really good tip there. But yeah, back in 1859, Robert Cheeseborough went on a mission to get rich from oil discovery, like you do. <laughs> right, okay. He was in the oil fields and he noticed that the workers were complaining about an annoying waxy substance, which is known as rod wax. Okay. Rod wax. Rod wax. That sounds like some kind of celebrity name. It rod does. wax. Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> but this is where the rods go into the ground in yes. and out and, and of yeah. course cause the wax. And they were gumming up the drilling equipment. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really random, doesn't it? That's what we actually wrote in the book. They gummed up the drilling equipment. Well, no, I can, I can imagine that. I can see that happening, yeah. Yeah. Now, Cheeseborough was sitting there eating a cheese sandwich. With his crisps. Yeah. I made that bit up. There, I know. He wasn't really. <laughs> well, I don't know if he was. It was 1859. I wasn't there. And he decided to call it Vaseline. I have why? absolutely no why idea you why he called it Vaseline. Why? Why didn't he call it Cheeseborough? But anyway, yeah. he called it Vaseline. And then well, he gummeline. used it. Gummeline, yeah. <laughs> And he used it to treat cuts and burns. <laughs> now, get this. He didn't eat cheese sandwiches every day. He actually ate a spoonful of Vaseline every single day. Oh. Yeah. Now, I have no idea why he ate the spoonful of Vaseline, but why wouldn't you? <laughs> and what, do we know whether that did any good for him or not? It, it must have done. I'm sure he got very rich for inventing Vaseline. Well, yes, but I yeah. still wouldn't eat it. So petroleum jelly, or Vaseline as the brand name oh, is, yeah. was invented by Robert Cheeseborough, and it has nothing oh, to do wow. with his name. There you go, guys. History lesson today. So to all you wonderful listeners out there, the tip to take away from today's podcast is if you're learning something or you're trying to achieve something, you know, sometimes it's going to be stressful. Sometimes it's going to be hard. Quite often... Something like if you're trying to learn a language, it won't make sense and it, it becomes harder to do. But keep going. Don't give up because as the A-team said, they love it when a plan comes together and it clicks and it will do. You just got to keep going, chipping away at it bit by bit. Oh, chipping away. There's another oh, little cliche it. to go with it there. <laughs> that wasn't meant. That just came out. That was so Chipping good. away. I think that must have come from stonemasons, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, and echoing that to people that are studying for their exams at the moment as well. If there's things that you don't understand, just go and ask and keep going. And you'll have that light bulb moment. The and that's another bulb. one, isn't it? The light bulb moment. And I have no idea where that came from, but I just love it in a cartoon when a cartoon character has a light bulb that pops up above their head. I'm it sure goes, it's, yeah, it's comes got on. something to do with Thomas Edison, I'm sure. It must have, mustn't it? <laughs> so that is over to the listeners to go away, research that and drop us a line so we can find out why it's called a light bulb moment. Thank you to everyone for listening to this podcast and we hope you have some fantastic aha moments. So over to you, Mark, to let everybody know where they could contact us. Yes, yeah, so you can find us on our website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk. You can also go to our social media, which is Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. TikTok. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can find us on LinkedIn because we are everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and that wraps up our Stress Awareness Month around the topic of learning as well for April. So we'll be back in May, which is only actually next week, isn't it? With some more fantastic top tips. Yeah. So we look forward to catching you then. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for the Z2A of Life Skills with Jules and Mark of the Future Toolbox. 
don't forget to head over to their website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk, where you can find lots of free resources, plus a host of books in the store, as well as subscribing to the membership site. Follow Future Toolbox Instagram, TikTok and Facebook at Future Toolbox and subscribe to their YouTube channel too.